tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the recap of the Walking Dead universe. We are here live every week to discuss the latest episodes. You can catch our recaps at any time available on most major podcast platforms. Get new and past episodes for free in the app of your choice, including YouTube. Today, we are covering Fear the Walking Dead Season 8, Episode 9. For those of you joining us live tonight, thanks for taking time out of your evening to be here. I'm your host, Tamara, and I love a good TV show and a good book. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me pretty much everywhere at The Recap Pods. And if you're into books, you can also find me at Shelf Addiction. Joining me is show co-host Lisa. Welcome, Lisa. Hey, Tamara. Hey, everyone. My name is Lisa Orban. I am an author. I am also the founder of Indies United Publishing House, and I love all things pop culture. So if you'd like to connect with me online, you can pretty much find me everywhere at Lisa Orban Author or at Indies United Pub. All right. So before we get started, we'd like to remind you that we would love your participation in this conversation. So if you are listening live on YouTube, hit us up in the comment section. If you're catching this on our replay, you can still comment on any platform or you can even call us by using the voicemail link in the show notes. If you're new to the podcast, we are laid back in our review style, right, Lisa? Absolutely, Tamara. This is a conversation, not a dissertation. Right. No scene by scene breakdowns here. We jump around. And of course, huge spoiler alert for everything, every show in the universe through yesterday's episode. So if you're cool with that, this is the place for you. And let's just get started. What did you think of the episode, Lisa? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Should I have been a bit more articulate on that one? (laughs) Look, I get it. I got it. And I'm actually really relieved because I was also, ugh, (laughs) what what was that? (laughs) So, yeah. You know, okay, so number one, I truthfully, I'm going to begin with, I don't understand why they're all freaking out over Troy so much. Okay. I mean, truthfully, one, he has no idea where Padre is. They can just hole up in there and he can wander around the swamp for years. Mm -hmm. All right. Because no one, no one found Padre until Morgan did. Right. So that was 15 plus years of people searching for all those parents looking for their kids. No one ever found Padre. They can slog around in in the swamp all they want. And they can just avoid him. Yeah, true. So this whole let's go to war thing doesn't even make any sense. All right. He's got what? 30 guys? Maybe. To be honest, this whole plot is kind of lame. Yeah. (laughs) It's like they didn't put that much thought into it. They wanted to just bring back some characters, show everyone on the screen (laughs) at one point or another, everyone gets FaceTime and be done with it. And I'm like, they could have come up with something else 
as the big bad to end this season. It would have been so much better. Right. Well, and, and here's the thing. To end this season, they didn't even actually need a big bad. If they really wanted to send this show off on a high note, they could have spent this enti- they could have spent the second half of this se- this very last season building Padre. Oh my god, that would have been dull to watch too. Well, but here's the thing. They could have, you know, met with different groups, you know, the little tiny conflicts and so on and so forth. You know, there's only six episodes. They could have used that to build up, you know, kind of like what they did over on, on The Walking Dead. You know, without having this big, or if they had some kind of conflict, they shouldn't have brought in someone as stupid as Troy. Kind of maybe just internal conflict amongst themselves, yeah. maybe. They could have, you know, what's the right way to go? You know, they could have found, you know, I mean, they could have even brought Victor back. They found his community, you know, and there could have been some conflict there. There could have been, you know, reunions. There could have been all sorts of things going on without this. We have to go to war with Troy and his 30 people who can't find our site. Well, it sounds like they're trying to re-up some internal conflict because the reason supposedly that they came out there was oh my god they put victor in charge get back here we need you because they'll listen to you well it wasn't just victor being in charge it was those kids will listen to you if we have to go fight and again why why go to troy why bring the war to him just sit tight on your island that no one can find you know, I think sometimes it's just drama for the sake of drama. I think I said that last week. It's kind yeah. of like just, they're really just trying to amp it up and get everyone like excited, but it's failing all over the place. No one is really liking it, to be honest. After that mid-season finale, ever since it came back, like the first episode, yeah, people were like, okay, yeah, let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. But I haven't heard anyone really raving about it the last two weeks. No. Oh, uh, and, and, and all the hype. Oh, this is going to be the greatest model. No, it's not. It's stupid. And yeah, I'd also, okay. So we, we have Dwight going back home to him yes. and Sherry's original home, which by the way, is not all that far from Alexandria. You know, that's another <laughs> gripe. You know, they're just walking back and forth to places and they just, it just doesn't seem like it's that much time. I still don't quite get it. I don't need to, I need to know kind of where it is exactly. I don't really know that. Well, we know that Dwight and Sherry's house isn't far from the sanctuary. All right. And sanctuary is not that far from Alexandria. He was far from where they are. But we don't know exactly where they're. We know that Padre's somewhere in Louisiana ish area. How much time would it take someone to walk or even how ride a motorcycle from louisiana to virginia um well i can tell you how long it would take under normal circumstances but it seems like it was a day (laughs) i'm gone i'm here okay we're here behind you right i just oh my god i mean under normal circumstances all right where you can stop and get gas on the regular and stuff yeah. Um, let's see. From Louisiana to Florida is like five hours, six hours. So from there to Virginia, if you 
figure up. Yeah, maybe about six or seven hours, depending on which route you take. And it, but again, that's also take you know figuring in where you can stop for gas, where you right. can get gas. Or if you're walking, it's going to be considerably longer. Yes. All right, but if take an interstate, it's not that far. I, you know, I don't know. I just. I try not to get hung up in that too much anymore, but whenever I really give it pause and think about it, I'm annoyed. I'm like, what? Well, especially if at any point in time we come back to Morgan and, and Mo and they had some epic trek you know, <laughs> to get back to Alexandria. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but I, I do believe, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly convinced at this point that, Morgan will at least make a brief appearance in um, um, The Ones Who Lived. Yeah, I hope so. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. I'd be happy for it, even if, like you said, it was brief for whatever well, reason. And, and part of that is, is because they kind of set that up at the very, at the, at the, the, the season, fin- or the mid-seasons finale, mm-hmm. when he gets on the radio and he says, this is Morgan Jones, you know, looking for, you know, the, the same message in reverse that, Rick had sent to him all those, all those times. Yeah. So it would not surprise me in the least if he showed up there. Now, again, if he has some epic Trek story to tell to get back to Alexandria after Dwight just sauntered over there, I'm going to be a little upset. I know. It seemed like it was so easy. Like we didn't even see an overnight scene of him sleeping somewhere else. Nothing. We're just here. Now, I, I will say that it's been... Apparently it's been several months since Dwight said he left and we've seen him this time when he, him and Sherry base, when they both decided they were bad for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know how long he's been sitting in that house. Right. Uh, he could have just arrived. He could have been there for weeks. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's hard to say, but the way he was looking at stuff, I don't know. It just felt like he was new to there, but maybe right. not, maybe not. You know, I mean, and, and again, if, if he walked and it's been, say, six months since he left, you know, the him and Sh- Sherry last saw each other, that would probably make sense if he walked it. Yeah. Um. Now, Sherry. Well, and, they would have caught up to him because they had a vehicle. Right. So I was just going to say they had a vehicle. So technically it wouldn't have been that far for them. Mm-hmm. You know, two-day ride maybe as long as they had the gasoline right but again the whole point of bringing him back those kids respect you they'll fight for you (laughs) okay and again just hole up in there and it's a very defensible place we know that it's a very defensible place you know they can you know as long as they've got sentries and you know send out you know the occasional boat sweep they'll be fine yeah yeah, but you know it is an island, and it's not even a close island. It's it's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a a decent boat ride for for Morgan and and to arrive on onto that island. Right. Well, they didn't choose that. Now we're here, which is dumb, but we're here. And I feel like I kind of knew what was going to happen in this episode before it actually happened. Yeah. 
which is a little bit of a downer. I kind of wanted some twist and I really didn't get any. I felt like what I thought would happen is exactly kind of what happened. Not verbatim, but close. Uh, Did you get like the Peter Pan thing going on? Can't trust the grownups. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So to be honest, and I know this is going to sound mean. I know it. I own it. But this is just how I feel about these characters. I feel like it was a waste of energy to bring Dove along. I know that she was supposed to add some validity to the, you know, we need you. But all she was just angry. She was just angry. She's well, like, it wasn't I just, to- yeah, she, she wasn't even there for the validity of it. No, she, that was her way to get out of Padre. Right. But that's what the adults wanted her for. Yeah. She yeah. wanted to run away. She was like, I'm done with you guys. You can't. I mean, honestly, when the, the girl got shot, I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I had no feelings about it. I wasn't like, oh, I mean, I, why did they pick this girl? Just because she was like a more recognizable character from the first, you know, beginning of the season. Yes. The flip floppy trader. Let's right. choose her. Right. You know, I'm sorry. But I mean, no, but seriously, she really was, you know, because first she's all Padre and then she's like, you know, screw Padre. And then she's all Padre again. And she don't know, know what she wants. And and I, I never really liked her character to begin with. Same. Exactly. You know, she, I didn't find her very compelling, you know, no. mostly in her overreaction to find out you know her history which was just dumb to begin with you know i mean all these kids know that they were taken they they all knew you know an adult had taken them at some point and and considering madison was their number one collector shouldn't have been surprised that it was madison yeah exactly and you know the fact that as soon as you know, it's all about, you know, Madison took me as a baby. <laughs> now I'm not going to like you anymore. I don't know. It was just dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. And I and again, I think they chose wrong mm-hmm. to bring this character along. I didn't feel any extra anything from her being there. I didn't no. really care what happened to her. They could have totally killed her. And I would have been like, oh, well, that's a, well, unfortunate. And the reason she got shot is because she's trying to steal the truck to get away. And she was going to strand the other two there. Yes. I'd just like to point that out. She was right. Her plan was to strand them. Yeah. And as soon as she said, I saw them trying to steal the truck. Okay. I knew she was lying because one, the other three adults would have woken up. Mm-hmm. She's a and, liar. <laughs> and two, they wouldn't have just taken the truck because they were out to get Dwight. Right. <laughs> they wouldn't have been satisfied with just taking his truck. <laughs> no. And then, so I guess also the point of her was to kind of help June get over herself. Right. I guess that was part of the tactics the writers were trying to use her character for. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to share something with y'all. Yeah. All right. So, you know, she got her, her index finger cut off. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't do anything. 
you know, I, I don't have my index finger. I spent like an hour after the show just picking stuff up and doing stuff, which is my, my middle finger and, and thumb instead of using my index finger. And I'm like, I don't understand what her difficulty is. Yeah. All, it was mental. Like it was all mental. And I June mean, is kind of whack in that way anyway. She is weird about running away from things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. her, she's always kind of been like that. So it was yeah. kind of like, here we go again. Yeah, she she always. I mean, when her when her daughter died, when when anything bad's ever happened, she's just booked. You know, she booked at the at the stadium. She booked everywhere. You know, and and I I understand losing your index finger, especially in the manner she did, would be traumatic. Yes. Okay, particularly since she, she had established at that point she was a pretty good sharpshooter. Yeah, she um, was. It was her trigger finger. It was her trigger finger. But then again, you can retrain yourself. Yes, you can. And, and like I said, I I'm walking around my I'm walking around my, my craft room and I'm picking up needles and I'm picking up this, you know. And I'm going, you know, she should still be able to do these things, even missing her index finger. She can retrain her fingers. Yes. And she can also learn to use her left hand as well. Yeah. So I feel like she's just making excuses and, and it was, was tired. Because, and obviously she was making excuses because she ended up taking the bullet out and everything. Yeah. She's trying to get everyone else to do it. It but, took more energy to try to talk them through it than to just do it yourself mm-hmm. with the missing finger. Mm-hmm. It was so dumb. Right. I just felt like that was another waste of energy as well. Like, why is she even here? Why are we doing this? I feel like she could have been much better used doing something else than this episode. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, we got to see the sanctuary again. It has definitely fallen into some disrepair, but the fact that this, this place is ready to fall down like that seems a little odd. It was a factory. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, hey, whatever. Made everyone happy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. You know, and, and the fact that they, they got refuge from the place that, you know, burned Dwight's face, I suppose. Okay. So when Dwight goes there, you know, he goes to get this guy's, <laughs> uh, Jay, I guess his name or something. Mm-hmm. He goes to get him the insulin. He goes in there and he like, how do you just end up right in that section? Like right by that, like furnace thing. Like why there's no place else you could be in there. You just go straight there. It just seemed a little weird, but okay, fine. Yeah. And then of course he gets into it with the guy. I'm like, oh my God, do not throw him in there. <laughs> he threw him in there. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. What are you doing? What who are you? Well, and just just on a flip side, so when Sherry locked him in his room. Oh, my God. Why didn't he go out the window? Oh, geez. Why is he punching walls and stuff? Like, what is this? Yeah. Why didn't he just go out the window? I don't know. Because if I, I remember know. correctly, his room was not that far off. It, it wasn't high up. It was like on the first or second floor. Yeah, I don't remember. I just wondered why he was i know he's upset but why is he punching walls trying to injure himself like i feel like in this world you should not be going out of your way to injure yourself when you might need to fight any given moment 
Well, he'd already said that he'd give it up on the whole living thing. I, I, I guess uh, the, the whole point, the two whole of point them. was he was going back to to the home that him and June had, and I think he had planned on dying there. He did, you he know, did. and then everything got disrupted. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of also over the whole "let me just lay down and die" scenario from both of them. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, really, okay, so. You're both singing the same sad song. You're both being reckless. You're both acting the same. And it was right. kind of like annoying a little bit. Well, and you know, Sherry's like, you have to live, but I'm going to go kill myself. And he's like, no, you have to live, but I'm going oh to go my kill God. myself. Just both of you. <clears throat> just go. Both of you. If you want to go so bad. Like, yeah. I, I found it utterly, uh, that whole line Mess. of thinking. I just did not like at all. Yeah. And and I understand they lost a child. I get it. It's devastating. Then again, this is a child that they had very little contact with. Well, Dwight and, had the most contact because yeah. he was training him. You know, and, and I get it. I mean, I do get it. I have kids. The idea of losing one of them would devastate me. At the same time, you know, again, it's been almost a, you know what six months a year now and i don't know they, they didn't have a whole lot to do with this kid they they willingly gave him up yeah he did and you know i don't know the whole thing was just dumb guilt anger and then okay so i i understand like okay so i guess w- if i had to say one thing that i did like about the sanctuary visit was there were two things I liked from it. One was that we got flashbacks to kind of refresh everyone's memory on Negan. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, now that Dead City is happening, all the people are pro Negan. Yay, he's redeemed. Yay, yay. Woo, woo. I'm like, look, let's not forget what a D bag he was. Right. You know, and, as he holds that, you know, iron up and stuff. Yeah, not only that, like, you know, she's looking at Sherry's looking at the pregnancy test. He was uh, assaulting women. Yeah. And let's not forget. And, you know, me personally, I don't think that Negan is fully redeemed. <laughs> I don't know if anyone can completely do a 180 forever from acting like that for years and years. And now you're just good. I don't know. So I have my own issues with the about face of that character. I don't know yeah. if I really believe it. And this episode kind of brought that up again. And I think that was good. Yeah. You know, I mean, Negan was a, he was, when you go into his origin stories, he was an okay guy. He wasn't exemplary. He wasn't a saint. He was an okay guy. He was an okay husband. He was an okay person. Um, He lost his wife and things went awry and he became this strong man. And he became a villain, a villain like who? Okay. Yes. That's just like everyone else who has lost people that hurts. It sucks. Right. No one wants that. Right. No, it takes, everyone's got to get past it. Right. Mm -hmm. Why do you turn into a person that is bashing heads, raping women and putting people (laughs) trying to burn their face off? Like that is insane to me. Oh, yeah. 
So, you know, I can't find enough reason in my mind to make that reasonable. I don't think it's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, people do change over time. They do. And he did spend a lot of time in that jail cell. It's true. But that being said, you know, I mean, we saw him slip slick back into his old persona very easily in Dead Exactly. City. Exactly. I was going to say that. Yeah. Um, you know, he put it back on like a comfortable coat. Right. You know, or a comfy parachute. But so what else is in there still? Exactly. So, that's so like I was saying, that's one thing that I could appreciate about this is that how they place the the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I think kind of was a little dose of reality everyone needed. Mm-hmm. Because everyone has been up that character's butt and I'm like Let's not forget. So this was a reminder and I appreciate it. So the second thing that I liked about this is that even with all of the BS that was going on in this episode, I feel like now Sherry and Dwight both can finally like put this behind them. Like, I don't feel like we need to keep hearing about their trauma forever for the next three episodes. I feel like they've worked it out, right? They saw the finch. Right. They saw the finch and they kind of said, we're not going to kill each other. Or, you know, we're not going to kill ourselves. We're going to live. We're going to do it for finch. And there's the bird. And yay. So I feel like this brought that. And I don't know if we ever would have got the proper closure for them without it. Because they just were hanging on so tough, you know? Yeah. Well, and even the fact that they found refuge in the, you know, in that um, uh, boiler thing. Yeah. You know, the thing that caused Dwight the most trauma is where I know they, they got in there. <laughs> He's like, get in there. I'm like, what? <laughs> the fire's down and yeah. yada yada. So, yeah, I, I mean, it, I don't know. Honestly, I think that this was a whole bunch of drama for no good reason. But then again, I, 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 since we've come back, it's all been drama for no good reason. Yeah. So I just, I don't, you know, we got Troy destroying paradise, which still upsets me quite a bit. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Those Germans had done a really nice thing to that place. I mean, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, they had pancakes and, you know, buffet bars and, I want to go there in the apocalypse. That's where I want to live. And yeah, I get it. I'm still salty about that. Yeah. And then they destroyed it. They're like, we still need a home. You got a home. All right. You had a really cool place and you destroyed it. And, and then let's all go to war. Why? Just let them die. Let them wander around, get eaten by an alligator or something. Come on. I mean, not to mention Troy could have been dead three times over by now. Right. Well, and and then we have at the very end of the episode. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, yeah. So we see, you know, Victor listening to a song, and you know, listen, and, and then hearing the, the the radio. And have you seen her? We're looking for. Her. We're not giving up. And he's hanging up little dresses, and you know, that's not heck? creepy at all, right? I'm like, what is he doing? I knew exactly what he was doing. I said, oh, he got that girl. That's her room. You know, 
had a you know nice creepy you know slaughterhouse five feeling or whatever um i don't do horror movies but you guys insert appropriate horror movie <laughs> name anyway but uh <laughs> bringing that little girl it's gonna be okay look like any kidnapper thing you've ever watched like that is it stay in this little creepy ass room and yeah i mean like i i was getting vibes of last season when he had mo and he was like oh yeah i'm your dad i'm gonna be your dad i'm like what Mm -hmm. like oh crazy so what are you gonna try to like befriend this little girl or parent this little girl what is happening yeah oh don't forget the hat he's got the hat back he's got the hat Again, again, it's been seven years since ep- season seven ended, right? Yep, it's never gone. He's in there. Yep, he's got the hat back. It has begun. You know, <laughs> well, the- and, and 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 Madison knowing knowing what he did. Okay, and here's the other thing: I don't understand why she is so mad at Troy, knowing what Victor did to Alicia. Hmm. He, I mean, he straight up went to war with her. Well, and somehow she, you know, can Alicia forgive forgave. Yeah, she forgave because Alicia forgave, right? I guess, but you know, it's this whole, uh, you know, Madison losing her crap over a, a a young girl who killed her son, and I get it; that's traumatizing. But Victor did something almost as bad and he was there when alicia just walked off into the sunset consigning her to die alone yeah you know instead of he could have he could have chosen to stay behind with her you know or they could have tried to convince her to come with or anything but no everyone just went okay we get it that was dumb well you know (sighs) victor is always gonna look out for number one yeah period And even if it's someone he cares about, if he thinks that he'll have better luck for himself to leave you, he'll do it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're like one of my best friends and family to me, but deuces. Yeah. Peace out. He will always (laughs) look out for number one. And that is something like, just like with Negan, that is ingrained in him. Like that personality trait is ingrained in that character. Mm-hmm. So even and, with a family, he still reverts right back. Yeah. Well, because the thing of it is, is, you know, when he held that, that building, he really became, you know, Negan Jr. <laughs> you know, I mean, he didn't have a baseball bat, but man, he was throwing people off that roof, you know, with startling regularity. Yes, I guess the one thing he had going for him is he just kept his hands to himself um, as far as sexually. Yeah, he was throwing people off the roof uh, with abandon like, hey, you pissed me off over the roof. Right. I mean, he was doing some not great things, Uh, you know, and yet that's okay. apparently now. I don't know. I just I I couldn't understand why everyone was acting like they forgot last season like right giving them hugs yeah yeah it was weird so daniel said we're not friends but he said that one line and then the next episode he's like working with him you know yeah Yeah, like i say i i don't 
I don't get any, I mean, from a human psyche point of view, everything everyone is doing since we have started back up doesn't make sense. Their motivations, the way they're reacting to each other, the way they're acting, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that they're doing, none of it makes sense. And I'm here to tell you, if I was in charge of Padre at that point, one, unlike Madison, I would not have walked away. And two, I would have said, all right, boys and girls, gather up your toys. We're going home and we're just going to leave this guy to rot. Right. And if he comes anywhere near, we're going to get one of our sharpshooters to shoot him in the head. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And it's like, I can't even try to figure out like what the end game is here. Cause I'm not, I mean, obviously the end game is going to be for Padre to be safe from Troy, right? That's the end game, I think. Yeah. But, but yeah, the, the way they, they had everything set up in the mid season finale, the whole point was, they were going to rebuild Padre. They were going to do what they were, what, you know, the one parents wanted them or the one guy, you know, the, the commander, the father wanted them to do, which was to rebuild these communities using these supplies from Padre. Right. And as far as I can tell, the only person that's been doing it hasn't been Padre. It's been the, um, what's her name? Making the gasoline. Oh Yeah. She's the only one that's actually doing what the was implied at the end of, you know, at the mid-season finale. We're going to rebuild Padre. We're going to have it be what it was supposed to be. We're yeah, going to go to these. Who knows where the, we are with that now? Now she like is angry about what Madison did. Yeah, but again, and, and she doesn't want anything to do with that group anymore because they've got their own containers apparently. Mm-hmm. And they're actually doing what Padre was supposed to be doing, which was is distributing the goods and building these networks and building these communities. So this whole time that Madison has been in charge, what exactly has she done other than send out over the radio? We might have your kids. Nothing. She's apparently done nothing. Exactly. You know, and, and, and so I had going into this season, the ending season, I had. I guess I had assumed that they would have already started building those pathways, you know, maybe, you know, since, you know, the other group was already doing that connect with them and say, Hey, you know, help us distribute these supplies and do all this. And they haven't done any of that, but that's what I I really thought it was going to be was this building up of, you know, we're going to build a better world kind of thing. And well, I mean, I think that's a nice, idea but i did accept expect some kind of big big drama or something because i feel like while seeing them build and you know nurture and grow and connect families is all sweet it's very boring to watch i think but i mean at the same time while they were doing that they could have run into other groups that would try to take the supplies or you know do the beat down like the troys you know and so they could have just you know, it's clearing the path, getting rid of these bad people. You know, that's the conflict. Um, they didn't have to bring, bring back Troy himself to do that. They could have found, you know, any bozo loser, you know. Kind of like go back to the roots of The Walking Dead when they were bringing in people. Mm-hmm. And trying to decide if people were good or bad. Right. Exactly. Maybe that could have been. 
I don't know. I just, you think- know, or it could have even been, hey, they found this community. They were building, you know, helping to build it up. And it turns out they have a nefarious undercoat. You know, they're cannibals. I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it seems like they're going out of their way to generate a false conflict. Because like I said, what they're doing right now, that how everyone's reacting and doing and stuff, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, they could have brought Victor back as the bad guy if they'd really wanted to, you know, that would have made more sense honestly because yeah. he was just acting bad so yeah you know they could have connected with this german community and found out that he's there and when he gets a little taste of power again victor's back mm-hmm. or strand is back you know and i don't know away we went you know we could have had one or two episodes of, of people getting back together finding some lost loved ones whatever and then victor does his thing mm-hmm. and which would have made sense yeah. All things being equal. But you know, instead- I just realized something. Did you catch that Dwight didn't know that Victor was still alive? He hadn't seen him. Yeah. Because he left right after. I mean, yeah. You know, so yeah. He's been gone so, a while. Yeah. So to think about it, so I guess in addition to Madison making the fight with Troy theirs, you know, again, June June is kind of like I think, or maybe it was, I think it was June that said like, yeah, Victor's trying to take over and a lot has happened since you left. So mm-hmm. I think they're trying to pull, I, I get it. They're, they're trying to pull his character back into the, the fold of it and heal mm-hmm. all this old stuff, but still, still, yeah. <sighs> still, I don't know. I mean, it could have been a lot of different things. There's, I guess, no use bitching about what it's not, but it, I eh, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um and and to be honest, I don't know if we needed a whole episode of that. We didn't. We really we could didn't. have split the time between them and what was going on. Maybe we could have seen some of the hunts for the child. Yeah. That could have been interesting to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, all those people that they killed at the sanctuary, all those people were just throwaway people, whatever mm-hmm. people. Yeah, pretty much. So we can spend some of that time, you know, they exploring their trauma and, you know, and then finding out what other trauma was happening to other people on the other side in the, you know, in the other state. Right. That would have been an excellent like way to split the episode, but instead it's just dragged on. And I didn't say this earlier, but y'all know when I have a hard time paying attention, it's because I think it's bad. I was watching TikTok videos. I was looking at my tablet. I put it down, rewind, hit play, <laughs> pick up my phone again, rewind, hit play. Yeah. This went on over and over. It took me two hours to watch this freaking episode. It's it's I was finally able to just pay attention. It was horrible. I felt yeah. like it was pulling teeth for me to watch this episode. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. I mean, and, and like you were because here's the thing. If they had gone back and forth between they could have had the, the hunt for the little girl, 
you know, and Victor doing his whatever, you know, and they could have flipped over to, you know, they could have just had Dwight, Sherry, and, and honestly, they could have just had Sherry go look for Dwight. Yeah. June didn't need to be there. And, and, and neither did Dove, but fine. But even if they had those other two with, for whatever reason, you know, they didn't have to have the drama. I mean, particular, you know, with the sanctuary or whatever. I mean, honestly, they could have even set it up so that, <clears throat> you know, he went to their home. You know, we could have seen part of his journey where maybe he went to him and June's home and then went to the sanctuary and, you know, to, I don't know, put to bed whatever demons were there or whatever. And that's where they caught up with him or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, we still could have gotten that. We didn't need this big, you know, they could have, the two of them could have had their come up in moment. You know, the, the building still could have fallen down around him just because it was old and whatever. Um, they didn't need these throwaway guys. Not really. Not really. You know, if they had decided to split it up between them and, and, and what was going back, back in Padre, they could have even shown the kids and stuff at Padre and maybe being milling around in disarray. I don't know as a reason, you know, to help bring home why he, they, they want him back so bad. Yeah. You know, something, anything. Um, but this whole this whole episode just focused on, on those guys just seemed a bit. I feel like the writers are just getting lazy. It's like, they know the end It's the end. Let's just throw all this stuff in here. Mm -hmm. It's like, they're getting real lazy with it. Like, how do we go like this show fear in itself has so many high peaks and low valleys. Yeah. And, and I know that part of it was this whole nostal- nostalgia, mm-hmm. you know, which actually didn't, none of the nostalgia that they were bringing up in this, in this show actually had anything to do with Fear the Walking Dead. It was all from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, except for the, you know, Finch dying, everything else was focused on the other show. And which is fine if they wanted to do that, you know, to bring those memories back or whatever. But again, they could have had, they they could have still had all of those moments without the additional conflict of these other people. Right. You know, they could have had, you know, they could have had Dwight walking through sanctuary empty, you know, decrepit and crumbling and had his moments. You know, we could have had had all those flashbacks, all the things. Yeah. Um, And they could have had Sherry find him there. And have her moments of, of flashbacks, blah, 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 you know, throughout. And, you know, if they'd interspersed that with, you know, another storyline, it, it actually would have been good. Yeah, more entertaining for sure. You know, that the, they're both, you know, all the trauma that got them to where they are, you know. And, you know, they could have focused on, you know, and when they see each other and, you know, the they could have still had the building crumble down and, and, and having to take refuge in in the the furnace thing. Yeah. And and that you know, that moment of coming together and, and, and facing their trauma together would have been okay. Yeah. But instead they just they filled this whole episode with a whole bunch of filler with Dove getting shot and you know, basically her saying, since the grownups took over, it sucks. I know. You know, her Peter Pan moment. 
Um, you know, she does her little name reveal. Like, who cares? I don't even care what your name is, little girl. Right? Does it matter? Right? You know, and and all of that. I mean, all of it was just everything outside of that story with Dwight and and Sherry coming together and meeting their trauma, where it all began. Yeah, you know, was just filler. And so, it could have been so much better if they had just focused on the two of them. So let me ask you, what did you think about um, Dwight asking June to be a part of their family again? Like, <sighs> what? I, it seems so weird. Like, well, and, and Dove, you're part of it too, if you yeah. want to I, I thought don't know. the whole thing was strange. Well, I, I, I know it's it's hearkening back to I know that Dwight made the comment to her, to, to, to June, um, earlier in in earlier last season. Or not see or earlier in the Yeah, you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. season earlier in before the mid season finale. Had made some comment about, you know, June being family. You know, you're always going to be family. Um, now, of course, this was before him and Sherry decided to call it quits. Oh, my God. But, you know, when when she, you know, darted them, sedated them, whatever, and they went through their whole thing. And he was like, you know, you're still, you know, part of our family and stuff. At that point, that that, that was fine. But now it's, I don't know, it's odd. And, and it particularly, is. And particularly to look at Dove and go, and you're invited too. It's so weird. And she's like, oh, thanks. You know, because as, as I understand it, he really, he didn't even have a lot to do with Dub's training. You know? Yeah. And I don't know. You, again, I don't even know why she you know, to Dwight, a road trip. His character got such a short end of the stick with the performances <laughs> this episode. I feel like they could have given him more different you know i mean he could have really made some really jaw-dropping scenes you know well because the one scene i really did like was when he came back and you know with the insulin and the one guy's dead yeah and and you can see the guilt i tried to make it better daryl i tried Mm -hmm. you know i i did And, and here's the thing when that truck pulled up there is a small part of me. I didn't want. I didn't want it necessarily to be Daryl. I wanted it to be a character from Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Dwight, is that you? You know, <laughs> kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that could have had some, you know, fairly profound implications there. Uh, and again, it didn't have to be Daryl. It could have been, you know, pretty much anyone who knew Dwight from before. Mm-hmm. Dwight, you know, is that you? Um, and, and I think it could have been so much more. He didn't even have to, he didn't have to go to Alexandria. He could have just, they could have had this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he said, you know, I went off and I tried to do this. And, you know, he could have talked to another person from, say, Alexandria and then had gotten the, at the end of it, he's like, man, I, maybe I really do need to go back. You know, have this epiphany that, what he walked away from, maybe he shouldn't have or something. Yeah. Although you know what I, I mean? I think that Dwight and Sherry need to 
They started out together running havoc. They needed to end this together. Mm-hmm. So I do think, you know, again, that having those two kind of tackle this in the same episode was good. Yeah. Although I think they are the worst couple. They are. They are the worst couple. God, they're um, awful. And I mean, and yeah. he kept saying, we're bad for each other. And all I kept saying is, you are. I agree. Yeah. You're a little toxic there, a little bit. <laughs> they are, I mean, and I don't particularly care much for Sherry's uh, character. And and honestly, since the first time she was on the screen, I have not cared for her character. And, and part of it is, is because she's the main driver in Dwight making a lot of bad life choices. Yeah. It was Sherry that wanted to go to Sanctuary, not Dwight. And when they were running away and uh, Daryl offered them, you know, a place in Alexandria, basically, Dwight wanted to go. Sherry's the one that decided they were going to screw over Daryl. Right. You know, Sherry is the one that said all of this is okay and kept telling Dwight to to get over her, get over it. She's going to be with Negan and yada, yada, yada. Yes. Dwight. I mean, Sherry was the reason behind every bad decision. I mean, got him him hurt. tracking her into like, you know, just leaving the group and tracking her because yeah. she's obsessed. Yeah. You know, so she is. I think in the end, if, if it had not been for Sherry, Dwight would have been over with the Alexandria people. Probably because Dwight, Dwight was never really a bad guy. He didn't want to be there. He didn't want to be with Negan's group. He didn't want to be in Sanctuary. He tried to get him and Sherry out and Sherry's little sister, yada, yada, yada. He did everything he could to get away from that. Dwight is such a beta. Yeah. And And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, he has a difficult time dealing with alpha women, which is Sherry, who tells him what to do, when to do it. (laughs) And she has told him to do some really awful things mm-hmm. so yeah i mean they in in there is no doubt that she, he loves her i have quite a few doubts that she loves him back not in the same way i think she has some type of attachment to him and maybe it's like puppy dog yeah yeah good, good boy come here come here yeah do what i want <laughs> pat, pat pat you know i'm gonna rub your yeah. belly everything's gonna be oh okay. my god okay her seriously each other at this point that's what it is like she's dependent on them chasing her being like her lap dog and just i mean she's they're codependent on each other for different reasons right and you know so like i said i mean i since i since she's first come on the scene i i didn't like him i didn't like her i liked white oddly enough i did not like her and but then you know when you know he, where they effed up to be honest they effed up when she got pregnant so like me personally i didn't really think sherry was the best character but it was yeah. kind of refreshing to have someone who was a little gruffer a little not not very maternal you know what i mean mm-hmm. like a different type of woman and yeah. i was okay with it even though she had did some messed up things right mm-hmm. but i think they really kind of messed up with her character and this couple's relationship when they decide to let her get pregnant. I'm like, yeah. why? Right. 
Well, and there's even the, you know, when he first ran into her, when he, he first reconnected with her. I mean, she was feral. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was. She was I'm, crazy. Like, what? <laughs> and and he still looked at her with those big puppy eyes. But I love you. And she's like, yeah, kick him right in the stomach. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> you know, I, I'm surprised she didn't bite him. Look, she was going <laughs> to. I mean... She was going to let these people, like, you know, wasn't she going to let them get got by those people? Yeah. Oh, my you God. You know, she was, you know, and I mean, I think Dwight makes her a better person. Okay. But she, she is the reason that his entire existence is just screwed. <laughs> I know. I think the high point for them to me was when they were doing the whole like kind of black knight thing yeah. on the horses. Yeah. When they that were doing the high, highwaymen. When they yeah, were, they were doing that. That was fun for them. Yeah. But I don't and know, that suited were, them. Yeah, exactly. So that that was and I'll agree with you. That's probably the highlight of their the, the probably the best segment of their entire relationship. Yeah. And and I was really sad that, that stopped. <laughs> I know. And now we're back to this garbage. But now that they've conquered this, I think it's totally possible that we might not see very much of them for the rest of the season. Probably not. Probably not till like the I don't know. Probably won't see him next episode at all. We'll 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 see all the characters of the finale. Yeah. I feel like they'll be around. They might have a line or they <laughs> just might be in frame somewhere, you know. Yeah. But they're not going to be the center point again. Right. They, they had their moment. Yeah. And, and weirdly, I, I, and I'm going to say this. Well, I guess first episode was all about Strand and, and Madison. And second episode was whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Troy, I guess. No, it wasn't. I don't even know. It what was you Madison and Charlie. And Charlie. And now this one was, you know, Dwight and Sherry. Yeah. So I I wonder who's going to be next week. It's going to be Victor and somebody. Yeah. Oh, Victor and and uh, Troy. Yeah. I got your kid. Oh, my God. Kidnapping children. Nice to me. I got your kid. Uh, well, he's kidnapped children before. So. Yeah. So is Madison. Yeah. <laughs> The whole point of so look, Padre. we're going back to what Padre originally was known for. We're just kidnapping kids. We're kidnapping kids because that's really going to say we've changed. Yeah, slightly different motive, but still same result. Yes. <laughs> oh well, um, I'm just glad there's there's how many three episodes left, right? Yes. Okay, I'm and ready for this to end, and I feel bad for saying that a little bit. But I, I'm ready to put this I'm one ready. to bed. Yeah. I'm ready to put this entire show to bed. Um, oh, we we should I should mention we should mention. Uh, looked it up before we started the episode tonight. In 110 days from today, we'll be uh, we'll we'll do the uh, we'll be starting back up with uh, the ones who lived. Yay! Now that I am excited for, like please. Please, Lord, 
let these writers have got their life together and let the directors and the executive producers show up and give us a good product for that. Yeah. I really do not let us down. Everyone has been like fiending for this for years. Yeah. So I am excited about that one. I'm, I'm got my fingers crossed. Uh, you and I discussed again before the show, you know, the possibility of maybe Morgan making a walk on mm-hmm. some, mm-hmm. sometime in, in that series. And I'm, I really hope they do because that would be a, a nice ending. Yeah. They set it up, you know, they could deliver it even if it's at the end, you know, yeah. they could, they could do it, you know, and it could even be something as simple as, because we know at the, the mid season finale, we had Morgan on his walkie, basically sending out the same message to Rick that Rick was sending out to him. Mm-hmm. It would, I mean, honestly, even if it was nothing more than on the very last episode, you hear Rick's radio. You oh, know, that would be great. And you could hear Morgan's voice. And you could hear Morgan's voice and you could hear and go, this is Rick. Yeah. Maybe as they're making the track back to their kids or something. Yeah. I mean, that would be awesome. Because, yeah. I mean, at that point, they wouldn't even have to have Morgan. Or if they do, they could just do the, you know, the shot of him. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but that would be, because he doesn't have to be in the show. But that little, you know, they would have at that point come exactly full circle. Oh, that would be perfect. Let's hope they do it. Yeah. I would love to see something like that, for real. That would be awesome. Yeah, it absolutely would. Um, okay, I'm done with today's episode. What do you think? Are you done with episode nine? God, I was done a half hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, well, we stretched that complaining. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I could complain all night, but truthfully, yeah, I know, right. Well, we got three more to go. Um, it's been a fun episode. Thanks for listening to the entire thing. If you're still listening to the sound of my voice, don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you are listening because we'll be back again next week and you want to get that notification. Also, if you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you are listening. And until then, take care of yourselves. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>